Welcome to Scaling Up H2O, the podcast for water treaters by water treaters, where we're scaling up on knowledge so we don't scale up our systems. Hi, everybody. Trace Blackmore here, and this is a special edition of Scaling Up. I am reaching out directly to the people in the Scaling Up Nation who have signed up for AWT's technical training next week or the one coming up in a few weeks at Cleveland. For those of you that have not signed up yet, what are you thinking? Go ahead and sign up and get to one of these trainings. I can't think of anything better that you can do for your career to help you learn about water treatment. Now, what I'm going to do in today's show is I'm going to share some tips with you that I have seen that make you a better student, which in turn will make you a better water treater when you return from these technical trainings. I've spoken of this story before on Scaling Up, but I don't know any other way or any better way to say it than to tell the story again. I've been a trainer with AWT for several years now, and we've been to Vegas several times. The price point is just right. It's so easy to fly in there. So several years ago when we went to Vegas, and it might have been the first time or we haven't been there very often, but anyway, a water treatment company owner called me up and they said, Trace, I want to send my people to Vegas, but I have a problem. I am worried that they are not going to come to your class and they are going to spend time on the strip. So I am asking a favor of you. Will you please take attendance every single day? And I told him that, no, I would not do that. We're all adults and you know we've all got things that we have to do. And people in life just need to make a decision. If, if certain people decide that they want to use company resources and do the strip, then quite frankly, those aren't the right people that companies should have. But I didn't believe that those were these types of people. I think that he was just concerned that the people didn't have the right mindset. So how do you have that conversation with one of your employees? Or if you are going to technical training, how do you change your paradigm? So this is it. And this is what I told him. I asked him to pick out a couple of topics that they can present on when they come back from technical training. And these were things that they learned from technical training. So what we did here is we changed their point of view as somebody sitting in a seat, listening to somebody present to an active learner, not only a learner, but a future teacher on the topic that was being presented. Not only were they in the seats every single day, they learned so much more because they changed their paradigm. And then I was told later that the presentations they gave were awesome. So you can't go to these things and be a passive learner. Make sure you're going, make sure that you are prepared And it's not just enough to attend. You've got to be there with the intent to learn. And if you've got some topics that are picked out that you can go ahead and say, you know what, I am this way today, but a week from now when I get back from this training, I'm going to be this way. I'm going to learn and know about these things. You now have a goal 
of what you want to accomplish at that technical training. Now, that might be easier said than done. A lot of people may have that intention, but they don't know what they need to do in order to prepare themselves to have that paradigm shift. So I'm gonna give you a couple tips to help you with that. First, it is imperative that you are familiar with the agenda of the technical training. So if you have not already, go ahead and go online. Uh, if you don't have it already, you can go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash TT2018. That will take you directly to the website. And look at the agenda. Make sure you know what classes you're going to be in. And then what are all the things that are going to be discussed based on that agenda? Now I want you to ask yourself, what do I already know? Or what do I think I already know about each one of these topics? And when everything is said and done, what do I hope to come away from that presentation with? And write all this stuff down. What you're doing, you're creating a plan for every single presentation on how you're going to get the most out of it. The next thing that I want you to do is I want you to download all of the presentations that you are going to attend. Now, if you haven't received it already, it's coming, but you will receive an email from the AWT staff with your credentials for you to log in to a particular website and you will have access to all the presentations in PowerPoint note form for everything that you're gonna see the following week. Go ahead and look over all those and see if there's anything else you want to get out of the presentation. Write that down. Now, print out every one of those presentations, and this is the medium that you are going to take all your notes on. Folks, I said you have to be an active participant here. So if you sit in the classroom and all you do is watch the presenter do the presentation, don't even bother coming. Stay home. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your time, because I promise you will be absolutely no different when you return than you are right now. But if you are serious about learning something next week, you have to take notes. So make sure you got good pens, you're gonna use those printouts that you have to take good notes, and the fact that you've already reviewed those presentations, you're already gonna be ahead of the game because you know what that presentation is about. And another great thing to do is to make little questions to yourself that you want to know the answer based on your reviewing of those presentations. Hopefully, the presenter will answer those questions as they're going through their presentations. But if they don't, the presenters normally hang around that evening. Normally, you can find them in the bar. Uh, by all means, feel free to uh, offer to buy them a particular beverage. And I'm sure that they will answer any questions that you have. Again, getting the most out of your time and your money at that technical training. Let's talk a little bit about what you're going to be downloading from the AWT. These are the presentations in PowerPoint note form. So how that is on the left side column, there's gonna be three slide boxes and directly to the right of those are gonna be some lines where you can take your notes. Now folks, here's the deal. Us presenters deliver our PowerPoints as they are three months ago. 
And that's what you're receiving. We have to do that so everything gets keyed properly and it gets uploaded properly. So that being said, you may not have every single slide and you might have some slides that are presented a little bit different. Do not get upset about this. Do not complain to Angela about this because here's what's up. If we didn't care about presenting the best presentation to you, we would say, you know what, folks, we're done three months ago. We're not going to think about this stuff again. But everybody that presents with the AWT, and by the way, this is a volunteer thing. Everybody that is presenting to you does not get paid for coming out here and giving all this information to you. This is information that has taken them years to develop. It's stuff they're using in their own company, and they want to rise the boats that we talk about every single episode. So please don't make them feel bad about making the presentation better because they've added some slides or they've tweaked a couple of things to make it better. Just take it for what it's worth and take notes on what you don't have. Don't inundate them with questions. Hey, can you email me those slides and stuff? Again, these guys are doing this for free. So make it so they want to keep coming back and give you information. And folks, when you complain to Angela, Angela complains to me. So please do not do that. You know, just take good notes. Remember, if you're just sitting back in a chair and you're just listening you're not gonna get anything out of it anyway. So it doesn't matter if you have the slides or not. For those people that are actively taking notes, you're just gonna take notes on the stuff that you're listening to and then take extra notes on the stuff that you don't have a particular slide for. They're gonna be few and far between, but it's always an issue, so I wanna make sure that I mention that. One of the best things about coming to a venue like this is you are going to be in a room of people that know exactly what it is that you do. How many times do you have that opportunity as a water treater? You know, my wife's a pharmacist and when we go to parties for her work, people always ask me what it is that I do. And I tell them and they still, after I tell them, have no idea what it is that I do. And I know it's the same way for you. Well, that's the cool thing about coming to AWT events, especially technical training. Everybody in that room does what you do. So here's the key to this. Some people come in and they see everybody in that room as a competitor. And let's be truthful, they are. But if we do not embrace our fellow water treaters, if we don't have people to talk to, if we don't have people to ask questions to, to make ourselves better, to challenge each other, we're not going to get any better. So change your paradigm. They are competitors, but they're friends that you haven't met yet. So please make an effort to introduce yourself around the room to your fellow water treaters. That's a lot harder to think about doing than it actually is to do. So just get up and say, hey, I'm Trace Blackmore. I work for Blackmore Enterprises out of Atlanta, Georgia. Who are you? And you will be surprised at the amount of people that you will meet. And folks, you know I had Mark Lewis on the show. No secret how great of friends that we are. We met at an AWT event. And folks, we do the exact same things. We are competitors, but we are also the best of friends. So there is somebody out there for you just like that. You just got to go find them. I hope you use this as the opportunity it is and make sure you meet some people in the field that you decide to make a career.
Well, I thought that it would be fun to answer a couple of questions on this little mini episode of Scaling Up, but I thought I would do it in a different way. As the host of Scaling Up, as a lead AP, I receive a good amount of questions about green buildings, especially when water traders are very new to lead and they are working on a green building, getting certified, and they don't know the right questions to ask. They don't know the right language. So a lot of times they'll call me and they'll ask me questions. So I thought it would be great to have Charlie Cicchetti of Sustainable Investment Group back on the program to answer some of the questions that you and the Scaling Up Nation have asked me. So I hope you enjoy my brief interview with Charlie Cicchetti. My lab partner today is friend of the show and former Scaling Up guest, Charlie Cicchetti. How are you today, Charlie? Charlie's doing great. Thanks for having me on again. Well, I very much appreciate you coming on because as I speak to people in the Scaling Up Nation, there's a lot of questions about how somebody like myself, a water treatment professional, can work with somebody like yourself, a lead professional, with getting a building certified with lead. So I was hoping we can answer a couple of those questions today. But for those people out there in the Scaling Up Nation that might be new to lead, can you tell us a little bit about what lead is? Yeah, sure. LEED, you know, if you want to get your building stamped as a green building, you're going to take it through the U.S. Green Building Council's LEED program. You can do that for new construction. You can do it for an entire existing building. Straight, so that's where you and I have worked on some projects together. So LEED EB, a lot of your audience here can support those projects. But LEED's 110 points. Uh, there's some things you have to do. Some things are optional. We've got to save energy. We've got to save water. We might want to do green cleaning and recycling, and there's so much we could do. But LEED, uh, it's really one out as the, if you want to get your building validated as a green building, you'll take it through that program. You know, we've talked a little bit about how LEED every five or six years has to go through some updates, and we just went through a recent update. So, and you're speaking of LEED version four, that's the new update that we're working with now. I know those people out there that have done LEED projects in the past, they're probably familiar with the old program. So, what are some of the difference between the previous version and the version that we're on now, which I believe is version four? Yeah, so lead version three, we've had that since 2009. And, and Trace, some of your audience here listening that is really doing water treatment, uh, cooling tower work on existing commercial, say, office buildings or other facilities, you may still be in lead version three. So if you happen to know your project is going for lead, ask, hey, are we on lead version three or are we on the new version, lead version four? Lead version three, you can get one point. Uh, out of the 110 possible points, that might not seem like a lot, but it's really part of the water efficiency category. We can save a lot of water. We can save a lot of energy. There's a lot of things you can support there. But lead version four, really what's changed is you can get up to three points now for how effective is your water treatment program hitting certain amount of cycles, you know, really how are we doing with our testing. And next thing you know, uh, water treatment has done a really good job of working its way into the lead rating system, and now it's worth a lot more points. Charlie, you and I have had a long relationship in learning how to work with each other and how to translate what my company does with water treatment to what your company does as far as getting buildings accredited. So what are some of the things that you and I have learned along the way that can help some people in the Scaling Up Nation that are going for these points? 
Yeah, absolutely. Actually, some of the property managers I, I do lead consulting with, they actually love to have someone that has a lead credential on the team just so they know, hey, we're going for lead as a building. How are you as a vendor, as a service provider, you know, going to support that? But, you know, just some best practices, though, are be familiar with the lead language. Simply go to usgbc.org slash credits, and we'll put that link. But just make sure if you happen to stumble upon a lead building, you're going to be asked, hey, can you help us earn one, two, maybe three lead points? That's a big deal because, Trace, some lead points, you know, are optional. And, and some of them, you know, the prerequisites are required. But some of those optional ones, they could cost $100,000 or they could be, quote, free. And so you may be looked at as a service provider to help get those points or it could be a competitive advantage. If it's like, hey, I've worked on several lead projects. I really understand uh, how we can get you additional points on your project Bring that conversation up with your property managers or the facility manager, whoever you're working with. But some quick best practices, of course, understand the latest language. What are we working towards? So that's hitting a certain amount of cycles. And then really, um, you want to make sure it gets into training and certifications. You want to have a good paper trail, okay? You want to make sure if asked, you know what, you could provide documentation that shows Here's what we do. Here's how our policies are lead compliant. Here's our quality control. Because, yes, you would have to share that information to get the additional points. Charlie, some of the best information and advice that you gave to me is what you just gave to the nation, that to actually become accredited, because that forces you to learn the language. And there's just a, a difference when you're speaking with somebody with that credential versus if you didn't have that and you weren't speaking on, on the same terms that they are expecting you to say. I will say the only reason I have that certification is because of the classes that you put out. You do a tremendous job with that. And, uh, of course, with working with you, I decided to not only get my lead GA, but also go for my lead AP O&M, again, using your programs for that. I think they're incredible. And if there's anybody out there that wants to take a look at those, uh, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash lead, and there'll be a link directly to your site. And I can't say enough good things about those programs. I mean, you really prepare people well for those tests. No, thank you. I, I love to teach. And, you know, I think to, to elevate just this green building movement, you know, we got to have good education. There's a lot of misinformation out there. And so for anyone just thinking of getting another credential, consider a lead credential. Uh, Trace, you're right. You have to start with the lead GA or the lead green associate. A lot of your audience, you know what, you want to start there. And maybe that one's good enough because what happens is you're going to get letters after your name. Again, it could be a competitive advantage because, you know, within the water treatment industry, there's not a ton of people that already have that credential. So you are one of the first to get both the GA and then later the more advanced O plus M. So I think it could be a competitive advantage. But what happens is it gives you credibility. You're right. It's going to show, all right, this person understands lead and under, they understand green buildings. And, and you're just going to really, uh, I think that'll help you within your career too. And that stays with you. I can definitely attest that it has helped me with my career. Charlie, you talk about making sure that good information's out there and people are speaking at the, at the same level with good information. You're doing a lot to promote that only, not only with your training programs, but also you started a new podcast. Tell us a little bit about that. Thanks, Trace. And uh, you were definitely pushing on me for that. And, and we're really excited. Uh, it's called the Green Building Matters podcast. Uh, we just launched it. And uh, it's, it's really been a lot of fun to hear feedback um, because I've been able to interview big real estate owners, uh, architects, 
um, you know, even all the way down to some investors. But uh, who is going through a green building journey right now? And we talk about career, career advice. You know, we talk about best practices. And so it's not just about lead and green buildings. Of course, that's at our core what we're talking about, green building careers. But we get into a lot of different topics that uh, if anyone wants to take a listen to, they can go to gbes.com slash podcast. But uh, I'm excited. It's really fun to interview people and 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 give someone a peek in to uh, just a great conversation that maybe they can get some nuggets and, and next thing you know, they're spreading best practices. But it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Well, Charlie, I want to thank you for coming on the show and clearing up a little bit of misconceptions on what LEED is and what water treatment companies should do and how to view it. Thanks, Trace. Folks, if you have not befriended somebody out there in the LEED community like Charlie Cicchetti, you need to do that. And actually, that's a pretty neat story. Let me tell you about that. So Charlie and I met because we were working on a lead building. Actually, it wasn't a lead building at the time. They wanted to go to lead status. I was the water treater. Charlie was the consultant, uh, the lead AP on the project that was making sure that they were doing everything that they needed to do to get that building to lead status. And he got it up to lead silver, by the way. And he called me and asked me a bunch of questions. It was the first encounter I ever had like that. And I knew I didn't know what I needed to know. So I reached out to Charlie. I told him right there in the conversation, hey, this is something I know is coming and I want to learn more about it. Any chance we can go to lunch? And we did that. And uh, I think I've told you the reason I know Tim Fulton is because Charlie invited me to a business group that he was a part of, and that was Tim's group. So you never know what you're going to get out of going that extra step and trying to find that friend that you haven't met yet. Maybe that's the theme of today's show. Go find your future friends. So I hope you learned a little bit more about green buildings. Uh, of course, if, uh, if you were listening very closely, I misspoke and I called buildings accredited. So uh, this is something that uh, lead people sort of cringe about. And I, I actually did that on purpose. I was hoping Charlie would correct me, but he didn't. So the Scaling Up Nation just thinks I don't know how to speak. So here's what's going on there. Buildings are certified People are accredited. And when you're talking with somebody who's familiar with LEED, that's one of the things that they look for. And I was truly setting him up on that, but I, I guess he was just being a polite guest on my show, but he did cringe. Now, if you want to learn more about LEED and the programs that Charlie offers to help you get the LEED GA, Go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash lead, and that will take you directly to Charlie's page. And folks, I got to tell you, he prepares you so well for that exam. Uh, I'm a pretty good test taker, but I'm a really good test taker when I have the information already prepared and go in there. And, and I felt so prepared when I was looking at the screen and going from one question to the next. Charlie does a great job with that. The other reason I want to mention that is there's a lot of people out there in the Scaling Up Nation that have answered my call with the CWT challenge. Thank you for that. And said, I want to get my CWT and they want to do it by a certain amount of time. And you guys have been doing Doing a great job of letting me know what those dates are. Another thing that you can do if you haven't studied for a standardized test in a long time, Angela, I called it a test. I meant to say exam. I'm sorry about that. And for those of you that have made the drinking game, there you go. 
But what you can do is you can get your lead GA. And by getting your lead GA, like I said, there's not a lot of water treatment on it, but it will prepare you for studying and then going to take a standardized examination. I think that's a great way to start. And the bonus is you now have credentials after your name. So it's going to set you apart from other people in the industry. The last thing I'll mention is uh, Charlie is doing a Green Building Matters podcast. I think it's great. Uh, He was the one that encouraged me amongst a lot of you to do this podcast Uh, So I, in turn, encouraged him to do his podcast. So if you want to listen to that, it's gbes.com forward slash podcast. And I'm sure that you will enjoy that. Folks, I can't wait to see you next week at Technical Training. If you're there, please come up to me. Let me know that you're a fan of the show. Let me know what your show ideas are. Please, if you have any questions, I'm always looking for questions on the show. And in fact, you might even be on the show because I'm going to be doing some recordings right there at the technical training. So you might hear your voice on Scaling Up very soon. For those of you not attending next week, hopefully you're going to be attending Cleveland. And I will do the same thing I'm doing in Vegas in Cleveland. So please get your questions ready for me. For those of you that aren't going to either, what the heck are you thinking? Folks, there is not a better opportunity out there for you to become better water treaters. So I hope that you reconsider that. And if you need the link so you can go ahead and register, it's scalinguph2o.com forward slash TT2018. Folks, I am so excited about next week. I cannot wait to see all of you. And in the meantime, have a great